Dropping weekly all March long. Come have a drink. Yeah, no, that last one tasted like ass. Are we assuming the mannequin's gender here? Come have a laugh. Come make new friends. What's the secret to living to 100? Every night at 9.30, I have a Baja Blast. My daughter's starting to look like a horse. Flavor, sir. Uh, cherry, of course. And enjoy some casual conversation. So I was funny here. Why? Malt Madness 2024. On all podcast platforms. This time they'll behave. That's filthy, nasty dirt. We are back to the warehouse for Blitzball Battle 4. Is Wooga's the front runner? Let's talk Blitzball. Welcome to the Blitzball Boys, the podcast about Blitzball and boys, but lately about boys. I'm your co-host, Brendan Ruppel, along with my fellow host, Peter Del Rey. Hey, Brendan. We're back. We're back. In the warehouse. In the warehouse. Did you see what I tweeted at you that we have to mention on today's podcast? Uh, Yes. Okay. I forgot what it was, um, but I'm looking at it now. It was Dan Rourke's hot dog. Oh, machine. yeah. <laughs> Clearly going into the wind. But Brendan, I want to open up. With something else that I realized as I was just talking about the hot dog machine. What did you text me yesterday morning uh, before I was able to watch the game? Uh, essentially, uh, I think my sentiments were that Wugas is my favorite team to watch. And watching this game, even before they ended up having a comeback win, I was like, this team is so fun. Even when Dan Rourke is struggling on the mound, it's still so entertaining. And Jimmy Norp is the best teammate. Uh, just a genuine, awesome dude and an amazing player. This is my favorite team to watch. Uh, I, 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 Peter Morland, I think, said the same thing in the post game. I'm like, yep, me, me and you, Peter, both. I think this is our, uh, not you, Peter, yeah. that Peter. Me, uh, Peter. And you, Peter, too, maybe. But Lucas is such a fun, electric team, regardless of their talent. Yeah. All I could think of while I was watching the post game was that Jimmy might be the most endearing person that the warehouse has ever brought in. Yeah. Seriously. He might he might be. It's impossible to root against this guy. Sometimes you'll get like teammates that'll be like, "Who's better than you? Who's better? I I I would want to, I don't want to play with anyone else better." Like you say that. You, like your your accountant friend says that. <laughs> who, who's better than us? <laughs> who's no better bad. than us? But sometimes people will say that just to hype up their teammate, and I really think Jimmy Norp like genuinely enjoys playing with Dan so much because it's also rewarding when a player like Dan who wants it so badly and doesn't fully have the talent yet does succeed, yeah. and I think Jimmy like really enjoys being there for that. I think he- Honestly, I feel like he's the type of guy who whoever he got paired up with, he'd be like, all right, sick, let's oh, that, go. That's also true, yeah. But I think he yeah. especially does like enjoy Dan's presence. He's awesome. If you were to um, relate Jimmy Norp to an animal, what animal does Jimmy Norp remind you of? Because hmm. I have a very specific animal in mind, and I don't know if it's just because of the way my brain works. I, I want to but... go straight to Bengal Cat. Interesting. Yeah, because like, he's very athletic. That's very interesting. Uh, and I just, was like, going to n- say nice beaver. Looking. Beaver. Okay. Yeah. To me, whenever I see Jimmy Norp, like a Monty it's Mole. just like, this guy, it, Monty Mole's a mole. <laughs> it's in the name. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, 
I see him Jimmy and Norman. I'm like, this guy, if he was an animal, he'd be a beaver for sure. <laughs> okay, I don't know why. <laughs> Just in my head, every time I've seen him on my screen, I was like, this guy. And I'm not talking about like angry beavers beaver. I'm talking right, right. about just a beaver. Hmm. Okay. So any, any, other, any other animal comps <laughs> in, this, in this game? No. <laughs> just, just the beaver We'll one. think of them as, as we come along. If, if you guys have any uh, animal comps for dog? people in the warehouse, let, them know, let us know in the comments. Dalton's a prairie dog. I'll, I'll come up with a full thing. Okay. I'm not an animal guy, so next... I, don't, I don't know a lot of animals. I, I famously thought a mole was the same thing as a... A beaver. A beaver. Yeah, <laughs> so. that's a famous thing. Go back to our previous episodes. Listen to them all. Brendan says it. He says it a lot. He says it a lot. <laughs> he says he say it all the time. It. He says it, man. Okay. He just goes out there. He says it, dude. <laughs> Here it comes. <laughs> Here it comes. Here it comes. Daddy. It's St. Jimmy versus What's-His-Name in this match where Lovies is looking to step up their game. Unlike the charter to my Nintendo DS, Jimmy Norp has fully found it. He strikes Nikki out twice, putting up a zero in the first. He comes up to the plate and immediately Norp's one to dead center and casually hits for the cycle in this inning. Dan Rourke has to pitch in the second and starts off strong, but much like my Nintendo DS charger, Dan has lost it. He walks in a couple and gives up the lead, going down 3-1. to one. But Jimmy hates scary movies, so he will not get out. He puts Dan in a spot to win the game as he bloops a double up the sidewall for a walk-off victory. Woogas are a powerhouse, and they win 4-3. to three. Can anyone find my Nintendo DS charger? The music was too loud. I didn't hear anything you just said at the very end. Uh, can anyone find my Nintendo DS charger? was my last request. That's the last thing you did? <laughs> yeah. that, was, um, that was a good one. I like that part. Uh, I know where all of my DS chargers are. I recently found my 3DS. It was lost for like two years. Really? I gave mine to Kristen so that she could play animal crossing um i don't understand the first thing that you said the same jimmy you what's your name that's i assume uh, it's that it's thing. a green day thing yeah, there yeah. we go uh same jimmy and then the, another character is what's her name so i get what's his name Ooh. yeah so who's uh what's his name in this scenario i guess nikki okay yeah i really like the ds charger one <laughs> <laughs> i really liked that one when you said it i was like that's ah, a funny one everybody could relate Somebody to that is, it's really true because uh, I think the DS is one of the, the only ones that like doesn't have normal modern like comps where you can like you can charge your PS4 with like a regular USB right. charger nowadays and USB Cs are yeah. everywhere. So that old one's I think a little weird shaped. That one in the P- is SP. Did you did your sisters have DSs? That's the only DS I have. I have her DS Lite. Like I just didn't get that generation, okay. and then she got one and she stopped playing. And she was playing a lot of Brain Age. And that okay. was the only game she ever got, like Brain Age 1 and 2. Pretty huge. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, can I have this now <laughs> if you're just going to play fucking Brain Age? Yeah. I mean, I guess the, the whole reason why I'm, I'm asking that is because I feel like I never lost a DS charger. But now that I think about it, <laughs> whenever I would l- not find my DS charger, I'd just steal my brothers. Mm, that's the, the help with having brothers. That's the help with only having brothers. Only boy in the brothers. family. Only boy in the family, me. Girls oh. don't like games. <laughs> oh, girls <laughs> on the game. Brendan, what was your favorite girls-only game? <laughs> <laughs> um, patty cake? Baker's man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we saw it again in this <clears throat> first inning. Somebody got perfect gamed. With, uh, we, we've seen it, um, I want to say this is the third time we've seen it in this tournament, where mm-hmm. when the ace comes up in the first inning... It's like, oop, 
we're on watch for a perfect game yeah. right now. Yeah. I think it happened to Hookline last game. It happened to Lovia's twice now. Mm-hmm. Once against Hookline and then now once against the Boogas, where uh Jimmy Norp fully has found it. After what, one game, like the first game he didn't look that bad, just got hit around a little bit. Like the like first, he said, the, was missing the first game the first he game. looked very good. Yeah, he just got hit. The first game he looked very good. He's like, oh, I got to make a minor adjustment, a and bit. now I'll be maybe the best pitcher in the warehouse? All right. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I guess it didn't hurt that um, on the batting side, but he said, I think, I felt fine going in. Where he was like, uh, yeah, I see sliders all the time. My favorite pitch to hit. And Nikki's best pitch is uh, absolutely disgusting slider. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, Which, kind like, of a bad matchup for Lovers. Yeah. I, I, in this inning, too, I, no, that's the next inning. Uh, but I'll, I'll get to Nikki's pitching and. I feel like why it wasn't fully working too. I, th- I think it's really just a matter of location, um, right? But uh, I was gonna was gonna say that in the playoffs, do you think that the pitching strategy will be a little bit different, knowing that we've had so many aces come in the first inning and just shut down? Do you think it would be f- interesting if someone threw in their backup guy to start, and if they can get out mm. of it clean, then the second inning is like crazy pressure, like oh shit, now this guy they have their ace in the mound to close us out essentially. So I've been thinking about this a lot. Like, legitimately. I think it would only really work for a team like Wooga's or a team like Hookline or even Baggage to an extent if Jimmy puts it together. Maybe Rotten. Definitely uh, Mac Flurry Power. It, it comes to times where you have a team like We Got Ice, Del Caribe, Lovias, where the second pitcher isn't reliable enough to say... Hey, we can get out of their appearance with, uh, without the maximum being mm-hmm. scored against us. Yeah, you know, you gotta hope for something like in We Got Ice's last game, where Zoe gets a strikeout and a ground out. Right. <clears throat> or even in uh, a Love You scenario, like Dalton, his strong point has always been getting singles and doubles mm-hmm. and fielding. Yeah. Um. So I guess I could see it in a case where one of those other teams. I I wouldn't be shocked if in the next game, like which is Del Caribe versus Rotten, yeah. that we see Marshall start yeah. on the mound. That'd be fun. I mean, I, I wouldn't mean, be surprised. Let's see what you can get. And it's, I think that's even less pressure than coming in the second inning, like where you're trying to defend a lead. Uh, and, yeah. and if you can steal an out, it feels like stealing an out. It's like, oh, like we're ahead of the game right now. If you can even just get one in this inning, we feel pretty good. Like all we have to do next inning is just get one. Or do you, now we have a lot of chances for you to hopefully. Uh, record a put out yourself yeah you know i like the idea i do like the idea i don't yeah. think that baggage will ever do it unless they <laughs> test it first so i guess we'll wait till that baggage versus mcflurry power game mm-hmm. is that that's the last one right that's the last one yeah um yeah baggage versus mcflurry power um <clears throat> to see if jimmy decides to test it out because jimmy's a big test guy mm-hmm. he doesn't really go based off of theories mm-hmm um, so if they don't do it in the next game, I don't think they'd do it in the playoffs. <sighs> what a good idea. Yeah. Um, I'm a smart man. Brendan, you might be a smart guy. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, that was, I, we're not going to go pitch. Yeah, play. yeah. But Jimmy Norp looks great in the mound. Um, in- incredible yeah. on the mound. He looked completely unhittable. He, he was able what? to find his, uh, his breaking He pitch. was. He pitched perfectly. No, no hits, no walks, mm-hmm. three strikeouts. You know, kept it he in had the that zone. One crazy play on the field yeah, that we yeah, saw. I think fun. it was Drew last tournament 
had the one where he was diving backwards to grab yeah. the ball. Very <laughs> So I actually had a question about this. Um, I have a question. Take a huge gulp of water. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, my 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 uh, throat was so dry. <laughs> so when Jimmy went back, <clears throat> caught it in his arm. Like there was a bobble. Right. I think that's how does it ended that, up almost behind him. Does it count as like a clean? Like say the ball were to come to me. And I go down, and I like kind of knock it up in the air, but grab it before it hits the ground. Yeah, I feel good. like in the past we've seen that be called as a hit because it wasn't a clean catch. I think as long as it doesn't touch any walls or anything like that. Like if you were to like bobble it and it even skimmed the wall before it came back in your hands, oh. uh, that's a hit. But as long as, oh, it, as long as it touches nothing else, maybe if it touches like your, no, as long as it doesn't come back down to earth. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually confused about that. <laughs> You put a filter in your microphone? <laughs> yeah, I put a filter on my microphone. This is just how it's going to sound. Oh, yeah, good, good. It sounds really good. So leave it like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so those. What to do with my hands. So that's real. Uh, we'll put them up here. Oh, I had that get there. What What did he do? He does this, right? I don't know what to do with my hands. Whoa, you had a blitz ball. <laughs> <laughs> I had a blitz ball the whole time. I thought time you were making hands. a pallet of Ricky Bobby joke. No, no, no. I just. Always got one of these around. I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so Jimmy Norp takes the momentum of the pitching and takes it right into that batter's box and swing a ling lings. Uh, it, it was First so crazy, bat. though, like just seeing him Home run. have n- absolutely no problem with Nicky's sliders. He didn't look um, He's nervous all day. He didn't look nervous at all. He knew he was sitting slider. He had great, great coaching from Dan Rourke, which you know needed to be talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan just straight up was like, this is how all of his pitches move. And Jimmy was like, cool, got it. Um, like, oh, I've seen that before. <clears throat> I could do that. He's like, yeah, I know what a slider is. Yeah. And it doesn't work Baby's well against baseball. him because he sees him all the time. And also, it needs to come hit inside pipe. If it's going to be thrown to a righty, it needs to start like, way behind him so that it doesn't come middle middle by the time it gets over the plate like other people will have a harder time with this as as we've seen because it's got so much movement that location doesn't really matter but this is the one batter that i think you need to pinpoint that pitch either throw it way away or way inside if it's gonna end up somewhere in the middle this guy's gonna gonna cream it where other people will be like oh it's that has a lot of movement i'm gonna swing over this honestly if it doesn't end up over the middle he's gonna cream it he still might, I yeah. Don't that's the only chance you have is, is just to throw it like perfectly with him. Jimmy legitimately had a perfect game, Brendan. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Five for five with a walk, and no a, hits, no walks. The only pitch he had like, a, a little bit of a problem with was the two-seamer because that, that's, I guess, a pitch that doesn't have a, a shape comp to wiffle ball pitches for the most part. Um, and he still was able to hit it. He's like, oh, that's a hard I, – I don't, I don't smash that one as hard as the slider, but I can still hit it anywhere <laughs> it is. Yeah. I mean, he. It was legitimately a perfect game. I don't think we've ever seen this in the warehouse before. Yeah, and Nicky didn't look bad. No, Nicky looked good. Yeah, Just location, 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 location. Oh, hey, Peter, who's better than us? <laughs> who's better than us? Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. But yeah, like as you alluded to, Jimmy's first at bat, home run. <laughs> then Dan strikes out. Then Nikki, then Jimmy hits a double. He did a, a cycle, a warehouse cycle in reverse order. 
Yeah, if you did it the other way around, you would have scored more runs. So that's on him. Bad strategy. (laughs) Bad strategy. The fact that Wugas got out of this inning with only one run is crazy. Yeah. The, the, way, the way that Nicky was getting hit, that has to yeah. feel like a little bit of a win going into the next inning. For sure. Yeah. I mean, he could only get one of the guys out. Yeah. And Dan completely lost his cool. But to be fair, like, I'm not, again, I'm not going to go uh, at bat by at bat. But I think, like, yes, he got hit around. Yes, Jimmy hit the cycle in the first inning and his first three at bats. But he completely ripped all of the confidence that Dan had and all of the zen that Dan was talking about that he had from the first game. He ripped it out. (laughs) like Because then what happens, right? We go into the second inning, Dan's on the mound, and Dan just straight up does not have it. Yeah. Well, the first first at-bat, he he gets Dalton, right? He gets Dalton in the first at-bat, but it was just kind of like... I don't know, man. He, like, he was just missing for a lot of it too, and then it starts to really be like it get get in your head when you're just missing. You, you don't know what you're doing wrong anymore. Yeah, you can't. You weren't even doing it on the other side of the game, right? Um, but like, he's one of the players that when he is struggling, and this is I think again why I like Luka so much is that Dan Work is still entertaining when he's walking the field. Like it doesn't matter. It doesn't right. it content wise. It, he's still. It, naturally manages to be super entertaining when he's struggling a lot where other people are like oh you cringe a little bit when you see someone's just not able to find it at all dan mm-hmm. is just so so funny uh and, and i'm still rooting for him to like to get out of it too and i think he's the kind of person that you see care so much that when he does finally overcome it you feel that much better yeah and i mean like we've seen him do it yeah. it's just talent's there he after the second walk he kind of fully lost his cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and we saw him pitch so well in the first game because he was able to keep his cool like that. Right. Luckily, um, as we'll see, he did not give up the maximum. But it's huge. I think that, that's a big huge. thing for these backup Ask pitchers. Him. If you can get out of it like three or less, I think that's somewhat, it's not It's not the worst thing. Right. It's Which, attainable which is now. What, which is what he did, and and you're starting to hear it in the booth. He gives up three, right? And now Two like off this, of a walk, kid that one off of a single. Seemingly can't get out, so that's another thing yeah. in your pocket. Good for Nikki. Hey, claps for Nikki. Not going hitless this tournament. Yeah, he got yeah. an RBI as well. Good mm-hmm. for him. Like, hey, listen, it's got to start somewhere. The regression that we've seen, I don't know how it's happened with this regression from Nikki at the plate. If I don't know how. Well now. Maybe like that hit that he got is going to jumpstart him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Nikki definitely wanted it and he got it. He's not going over this tournament. Good for him, even if it's just the one hit. Uh, got an RBI. Then Dalton struck out. Dalton being uncharacteristic at the plate as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you heard Rose and Peter Moreland talking about it. What we've been talking about since Blitzball Battle 3 where they're like, how many runs do you think you need to feel comfortable? Right? Yeah. At the time, they had a two-run lead. Uh, Peter, at one point, said, like, this is good. To which I said, no, 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 no Peter. No, there's Chris a guy Rose on the other said, side that is probably the best hitter in the warehouse right now. Well, that and Peter, and then Chris Rose was like, I think they need 
a three-run lead or more to feel, to feel relatively secure. Right. Then when the inning was over, Peter kind of came around to it. We've been saying it yeah. forever. And maybe secure, maybe nothing. just like three would help you go into it feeling like we have a chance to win. They're going to score with some runs on us. So we almost you almost need three. I think two is, to me, like you're, you're, going, you're now going to lose against these guys. Right. Um, two run is not enough. Especially with the chance that they had, they had they had the, like so much traffic on the bases that you should have you should have capitalized on a on a full five inning if you could, you know. Yeah, it wasn't like they pieced a couple hits together. They were like kind of being given chances. Yeah, I mean Dalton striking out was huge. Yeah, because Dan very easily could have walked in two more guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, if you just keep the inning alive, that that guy's gonna really in those situations where he has to pitch. Um, that's you want to put them in the corner like that as an offense, right? Right. That's not what happened. So they go in leading three to one into the bottom. Jimmy pops the first one up for a single because the guy doesn't get out. Mm-hmm. Then Dalton walks Dan. Dalton had his headphones you can't in. Walked we were, in. We were talking about. That. Were we on recording when we were talking about this? No, no. We'll say it again. <clears throat> so Dalton had his headphones in, straight up like bobbing his head, right. playing air. Guitar. Which I still do think he was listening to something and was he joking about not. <laughs> Either he way, he's been. he's. Maybe a lunatic then, if he wasn't listening yeah. to anything. <laughs> I mean, he takes himself out after walking Dan, which Nikki was talking about doing anyways. Nikki what you, goes, "What? What? What were you listening to? The whole first, the whole first two at bats." He's like, "I gotta fucking know what this guy's listening to." Dalton goes, "Oh, I wasn't listening to anything." <laughs> and then Nikki says, "And I like, I don't know if we're like taking this too much at face value, but Nikki goes, uh, Nikki goes." Man, Dalton just said that he wasn't listening to anything, and now I'm fucked up. <laughs> nah. And then immediately, like, I don't know what the his fuck first batter hits up. Jimmy three times to walk him, <laughs> which is our first time this tournament seeing that, a batter getting hit three times yep. to be walked. Um, <clears throat> strikes out Dan, gives up a single, which scores a run on, the lo- on bases loaded, and mm-hmm. then gives up a double to Dan. Scores two runs, ends the yeah. game. Nikki gets walked. So, what do you think, Brendy? Did he actually get fucked up enough to like that impact? Well, him? he was definitely nervous going into it, seeing him with the headphones on and dancing. And I, Dalton here, regardless of what was actually happening there, was so funny to me because it looked crazy to watch a guy listening to music on the mound, just dancing around, give up a hit, give up a walk, and not be productive at all, and just like with a smile, dance off the mound and give the ball to Nikki. He's like, "Well, I can do it. Here you go." <laughs> try, I mean, but it goes to back out. to that whole. Dalton is in these are practice games mentality and yeah, he's fully yeah. not. At <laughs> least like, you gotta get on the was. same page. I guess now that their next game is a knockout game, they'll be on the same page. Yeah. But they gotta get on the same page before this. I right. mean that's a whole reason why they're probably gonna be the eight seed the one thing or I can, seven yeah. seed. I can give it to Dalton a little bit just because he's like, Well, if we are treating these games like this, I need I do need to figure something out before the playoff rounds and he's like just he's grasping at straws with the sweatshirt but i mean and the headphones if that's the case if if you're thinking that that's the case dalton's gotta be on the mound for more than just the two batters that he saw like yeah, he's gotta be too. like here i'll just take these out the headphones clearly weren't working i gotta try something out instead nikki comes in you know yeah. and we like nikki found it on the mound i think we could both agree that nikki's found he's gonna it be on fine especially if they're not playing movies he should be all right yeah. I mean, I think at this point we're seeing Wugas is one of the better teams in this tournament. Mm-hmm. If, if the Lovies can hit a little bit, they could win. They could definitely win a game in the playoffs. They just need to do any sort of hitting. Yeah, but I think that this game cemented it as, hey, Wugas, if the Wugas don't make the final, I'll be shocked. I'd be surprised. Yeah, point. for sure. 
them and I think um, Mac Flurry Power. Yeah, like like both those teams a lot. I think those are my two favorites at the moment, which is funny because that's who we said were the favorites in floorball. Wow, and then we're gonna be wow half right, I guess, when we get there. Oh, and we got ice. What the fuck am I talking about? What the fuck are you talking about? So, so again, floorball. The three better teams in floorball. We got ice, Mac Flurry, and there you Wugas. go. There you go. So the final four is we got ice, Mac Flurry, Wugas, and mm, baggage. baggage. That would be crazy. This is just floorball again. Yeah, pretty much. I, I have a, I have a, a small preview. But I guess we'll save it for later. Because the next team I was going to talk about, like, oh, that's the one next week. I guess I'll save it for the end of the show. All right, hey. Del Caribe. Brennan was a really big on Del Caribe. Huge on them. Huge on Del Caribe. But again, Wooga's Dan's hot 24 hot dog grilling machine. <laughs> and Jimmy Norp's beaver. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Strike that, please. <laughs> Is what? That's not. That's not what I meant. I forgot that it means something else. Jimmy's beef. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy, no, 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 no. Okay. Jimmy's beaver-like personality. <laughs> Dan's hot dog and Jimmy's beaver. I Come know, on. Brendan. I didn't even I put the hot dog part together with it. I know. I know. It's the it's man. That the guy's boost. got a real hot dog machine. I'm sorry to Dan Rourke and to Jimmy Norp. I'm sorry for making this perverse. You're disgusting. We tried to not talk about Dan's curse usage because we believe he's a great guy and he's making strides towards bettering <laughs> himself. But instead, I said that he's a hot dog and Jimmy's a beaver. Okay? Get over it. We're all adults. <laughs> stupid, stupid. Stupid, stupid. I'm the Dan Rourke of this podcast. <laughs> Just beat yourself up. Just gonna, mm, mm. And I'm J- Peter. Come on. There's Peter. nobody else I'd rather podcast with. Who's better than us? Nobody. <laughs> nobody. <laughs> nobody. <laughs> but I guess, I mean, that's really all there is to talk about in this game. Lovies yeah. didn't have it. Wugas did. And Wugas will continue to have it, I think. Even when they struggle. Uh, when they Jimmy Norb can coach Dan out of, uh, out of the demons. And he's, he's also like, before we move on to play and play other game. Coach the demons um, out of Dan. Coach the demons out of Dan. Dan also is... He just has, I guess, uh, like mental blocks on the mound more than other backup pitchers that just like actually just don't have the talent that Dan does. I think Dan's got the speed. He's got the movement. Uh, he's got like a, a couple of pitches that are both dirty where other pitchers are like just even if I'm in the zone, I'm pretty hittable. But when Dan you know is in the zone, he's not as hittable as backup. I think pitchers. they talked about this in Blitzball Battle 1, maybe. Mm-hmm. I think Dan was a pitcher in high school he looks like he's got a, a like a nice stride when you, you see like a side view of him reaching out towards the mound and throwing he really looks like he's got like a real pitcher stride like he has the fundamentals of pitching <clears throat> yeah down mm-hmm. so, so he'd he probably throw like a, a pretty he could throw gas if he wanted to he could probably touch 80 with the blitz ball yeah i'd like to see how fast he could throw that would be pretty cool yeah but boogas had it boogas had it Player of the game. Player of the game. It's Jimmy Norp. It's St. Jimmy Norp. Uh, St. Jimmy Norp and the Nobodies. That's what you said, right? And uh, what's his name? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Do you have the time? (laughs) Peter, I like you so much better when you're not just 
making disgusting beaver jokes. I how dare you? <laughs> uh, Jimmy Dorp was amazing on both sides of the ball. Five for five, I believe, hits a cycle. Uh, three or four Ks just look, looks like dominant on both sides and looks like a real major league wiffle ball player. And it, sometimes it doesn't always translate as easily. It looks like this kid could be could compete with the best in blitz ball too. Figured it out quick with with, with pitching. I'm, I'm I'm more impressed with that because he, he, like we've been saying, he came into this knowing he could he could mash, and uh, the pitching came so quickly to him. It came crazy quick because I mean, like even we saw. I could be misremembering, but even we saw in Blitzball Battle One, Drew Drew Davis, Major League Wiffle Ball, right? Yeah, he was struggling on the mound a little bit. When you first take a Blitzball, and to be fair, we don't know how long Jimmy had. Whoa. We don't know how long Jimmy had been practicing with a blitz ball. Um, We don't know if he... Like, we know he's had warehouse experience with the Challenger series. Mm -hmm. Um, But we don't know how long in advance he was told, like, hey, we're going to have you be on one of these franchise teams. How long he had to practice. How long he had to practice. We don't know. We we have that when they they give you his arsenal. He has that, that, that hype video for himself of him throwing all his pitches and, like... Oh, he he either had some time to practice, or right. he kind of picked this up very quickly. If he only had like a month, right. to figure it out, he's like, ah, oh, let me guys work on it for a couple of weeks and just like. Or even had in Let's um, Wall Battle Two, when Dan was on the rivalry, mm-hmm. his partner was also a wiffle ball pitcher who just didn't get it right away. Like we didn't, yeah. see, he didn't get it as fast as um, Jimmy did. Right. You know. Um, <clears throat> Jimmy seemed like he, it took him one batter, and he's like, "Cool, no rust." Um, yeah, yeah. He was in there. I can only see him getting better as the tournament goes on. The guy seems like he never gets uh, rattled. I, I guess that must be what comes from playing in competitions a lot. You know, like you're. Mm. I, I think these these bright lights are a little different than some other ones, but I, I guess just playing this type of sport. Uh, some I don't know what what level of professional he was playing, but. Um, it definitely is different than the rest of the guys that are in here that just kind of have played against each other, and that's about it. About it? That's about it. Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like we're going to see a lot more Jimmy Norp players of the game in the future. Mm-hmm. Because at the moment, uh, I feel like it's a three-man race for MVP from what we've seen so far between Jimmy Norp, Jack Doyle, and Colin Stone. Mm-hmm. At the moment, yeah. I mean, like you said, Colin. I say that's the, the rankings too. Probably, I say it's probably Jimmy, Jack, and Colin in the race. Wow, you really think so? Yeah. Colin also, we've only seen him play one game too. And I guess Jimmy has the edge on Jack right now. Right now, because Jack had a at a, the plate. I think they both had a similar pitching outing too, and Jimmy has him at the plate. Dominant. <laughs> yeah. One one dominant, and one like kind of get knocked around. Yeah. And then Jimmy has that because Jack has like a 500 average at the plate. And what, what did Jimmy have? Like an 890? Yeah. Let's see. Like Jimmy got make, made Jimmy's one out. average is a 778. Mm-hmm. And with slug. With like a lot of slug. OBP. Yeah. Yeah. 857 OBP. Jack is a 500 and 563 OBP. Like it, uh, it's kind of it's kooky. I mean, Jack does have a little bit of slug. <clears throat> yeah. But Jimmy's got, you know, more in each category. Mm-hmm. This is going to be fun. Like that, that might be the final. I like it all it. depends on KMAC. It all depends on KMAC. If KMAC can somehow uh, 
put it all together mm-hmm. at the plate. Yeah, at the plate mostly. The mound. Mound, we haven't seen much of it, but he's looked fine. Yeah. Looks like good. that could be the the difference maker. Yeah, because if you look, if you look at that team, McFlurry Power, um, and match them up against Wugas, they have two stronger pitchers overall because Stan can, can be a liability where right. the two of those guys, we've seen Console be great so far. We've seen K-Mac do what he does. Um, so if they hit, I'd say they're, they're maybe like a little bit stronger or equal to yeah. Lugas. I'm gonna. It's gonna be interesting to see what they do against baggage ball. <clears throat> yeah, when they play them. Um, only just yeah headshots on the mound. Only headshots. Play of the game. Play the game. <laughs> Jimmy Norp, send us your phone number. Uh, play of the game <laughs> has to be Dan getting the double off of Nikki to win the game. Um, nice. Dan was struggling big time in this game. He had one hit, five plate appearances. He did not have a good outing on the mound. We talked about that already. So just the fact that he steps up uh, in this at-bat, where really Nikki shouldn't have been feeling that much pressure. Like, yes, the bases were loaded, but Dan hadn't been doing anything all day. And, mm-hmm. you know, maybe Nikki's mind was on, oh, Jimmy's coming up again next. Jimmy's guaranteed another at-bat um, with the bases loaded. Uh, the game is, like, it's a one-run game right now. I just got to get Dan out, and that'll be it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> even I was thinking when when Nikki first took them, when Nikki stayed on the mound, I was like, it's weird that Dalton isn't pitching here with Dan, like, not being fantastic, and the fact that Nikki is such a huge strikeout guy. Yeah, um, yeah. That's a good but point. But Dan sh- showed up. He said, you know what? Fuck it. I've been having a shit game. I'm going to create a memory that makes everybody remember that I had a good one. Mm-hmm. Walks it off. That's the it's, play of the game. Has it, to be. And it's got to be huge for his confidence too going into the next game as far as hitting goes. How does the end pitching? Just like just having a big win like that on your shoulders has got to feel so good as like the last thing that happened in this game. Now you can fully take that, right. take it right into the next one. You hit one of the best pitchers in the game. You got a double. I was super hyped because, I, again, we talked about this last game. I keep It's not like ingrained in my brain yet that that sidewall and a fly is a double yet. So it took me a second to be like, oh, wait, wait, wait. They just won. It's like, oh, hell yeah. I, like, wrote into my notes, like, and the game is tied. Yeah, yeah. And then like, wait a uh, second. Jimmy started, like, jumping up and down. And I was like, oh, I, the they, game they, is they over. Might, they might not be, like, ready for that either. They're like, oh, shit, yeah, that's like that's a double now. Um, yeah, I think, who was it? Somebody on the, somebody in the stands was, like, yelling, like, no, that's it. It's over. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Jimmy started going nuts. Yeah. Um. No, it's really, it's really exciting. That that is a, a fantastic point, though, about the the pitching matchup there. If I think that's the only way they really could have won, Love is if Dalton went in there to get the out, or I guess if Nikki happened to induce a, a ground ball, which is fully possible against right. Dan. But um, even if, if Nikki gets out, Dan here, yeah. and it's not Dalton that makes the put out, Lucas still wins because now you have to get yeah. like Nikki. Uh, Jimmy Thorpe is not getting getting out. And that at bat, yeah. if he comes back up. Drew so. Thorpe, you said. Drew Thorpe. Right? Drew Thorpe. Jimmy Thorpe is what you just said. <laughs> you need to stop with that. This is multiple <laughs> episodes now. I think I was about to say Nikki Thorpe. <laughs> Nikki Thorpe. Uh, but yeah, that's it on this game. Put a cap on it, Brendy. <laughs> and now we'll go into our preview of the next game. I think we're both interested in it. Both of these teams. Should I be making us a preview soundbite? 
preview. Preview. Wow. Maybe we should make a preview soundbite. Okay. If anyone wants to send you one in. You can do it. I'll do it. If you want me to send it in? No, I mean, our, never... our, our fans should send in. Oh, we yeah. should have a, a contest. Honestly, if somebody wants to send in a preview soundbite, we know that our fans do interact with us mm-hmm. on the Twitter. Peter Posk, Ruppy Puppy. Mm-hmm. Um, we will put you in put as you in. our soundbite. Yeah. Our, we, we are very Even if it's just like you're some like lazy kid listen. with a neckbeard on a couch that just goes, uh, preview. We'll use that. Yeah. We'll use it. Yeah, that works yeah. too. You could just do it talking simish. <laughs> we'll put it in. We'll put it in. I don't know how simish. I can't do a good simish impersonation. So I never played The Sims. I assume they talk like this. No, no, that's Banjo Kazooie, Banjo Tooie stuff. Oh, they didn't steal ooh, it from ooh, there. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, okay. Ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah, that's yeah. that. That's Jolly from Jolly Rogers Lagoon in Banjo Tooie. But <laughs> um. Preview. I don't know what Simish is. Nicole could probably do it. Yeah. Uh, preview. Forgotten Rotten. Trevor needs to put ah, it yes. together. This Marshall is the, needs this to is get it going. That Del has been Caribe. a huge disappointment so far. Both teams have been a huge disappointment so yeah. far. Because Lou even has not been hitting well. Mm-hmm. Lou's pitching has been ridiculous. Um, And Joe's needs to get it going. Marshall and Joe's need to get it going. Trevor needs to put it together. Uh, how's it? How was his pitching last game? Trevor? I think it was all right. Um, he threw a lot of pitches. Yeah, man. he did. Fifty-two it, it, pitches is a lot, and it got overshadowed by the fact that he didn't One hit at all. Out. Looks like shit out the hits. plate. Yeah, this is a funny game though Five for me with Rotten, Forgotten Rotten. That even if they win against El Caribe, I still don't have faith in them. This is like this is not the <gasps> team that I want them to face to give me faith. What if Marshall's lights out? It's still it's still against El Caribe. What if Marshall hits Lou really well? I feel better about that. That'll that'll make me feel pretty good. Yeah. But if, 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 if Trevor hits Lou, I'm like, okay, you should be doing that. You know? He should be. I but it's. Uh, I mean, Brendan, get right then. games are super important. Yeah. For anybody, for Trevor, if he all he needs is to get into the swing of things. I, but this, this for me, I guess, a little, feels a little bit like over the summertime when the Yankees went and, went and played the uh, the Athletics, and then they just went and like beat up a Triple A team, and then went back to like playing like shit ball. Yeah, the but next think series. about it. Jake said, and we've seen it, game and a half, and then you're back. If Trevor can get back on the mound, throw, you know, let's say 30-something pitches and get two extra base hits, I'd feel a lot better that, about Forgotten Rotten so long as those extra base hits weren't off Joe's. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and if Marshall can just, like... If Marshall can get a strikeout, at least, on the mound, I will feel a lot better about Forgotten Rotten. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, because that's, that's where it is. Marshall's in there as a pitcher. Um, we've seen that he can hit. He just needs to get a little more used to it. And this might be the perfect game for him to get used to the movement the of the ball. Because yeah. he's a demon on the mound. Lou is so good on the mound. Yeah, he's gotten really good. He's, he, he, in the so, past, has been like all right. And now he's, he's like the, probably the bottom of the high tier. I mean, let's relate it to baseball, right? Mm-hmm. Famously, baseball players such as John Carlos Stanton, Anthony Rizzo, during spring training will go up there with the intent to not swing right. just so their eyes can get used to how the ball moves. Yeah, Marshall just needs, I think, a little more time just watching the ball move to get ready. And then, I mean, like, 
Marshall gets, let's put numbers on it, right? If Marshall gets two hits at least in this game, I think that I'll feel a lot more confident about Forgotten Rotten in the knockouts. And if if Joe's can get N out on the mound. Yeah. Just, just one. Did he get any? Uh, um, last time? No, I he didn't. No. Yeah, no. So if he can get N out, he's the only player left in this tournament who hasn't gotten an out on the mound or on the field or in the field. Yeah. Even if I see only Joe's one. throw strikes, and like Peter Peter Moreland was saying too, he wants to see Joe's throw strikes. Even if that means he gets lit up, that would make me feel better too. Even just like, okay, cool, he, he's capable of throwing it in the zone, and maybe he'll get lucky in the future. If he gets lit up for five, and he doesn't really throw more than one or two walks, I'm like, all right, that was that was honestly better, just because throwing it in there can sometimes make a batter nervous, depending on the situation. So if if he can get it around the strike zone. Uh, even if he gets hit like crazy, I, f- I feel better about Joe's going into the playoffs. Uh, as far as Forgotten Rotten goes, I still think with an MLB-level player, he should be able to carry even if Marshall doesn't perform. And we haven't mm. seen him carry a team wow. in a long time. So but I have a theory, though, about Trevor, is that he is purposely not trying in these first two rounds. To, like, Carrying to, is to hard s- with the new I know, rules. I know, for sure. But, I mean, to, to, to as even much of a degree that you can. Even if you are an MLB player. I mean, you you are it's straight up to unless you can get. And now, look, think about it this way too, right? For, uh, Del Caribe as hitters, they are a fucking all or nothing team. Yeah, you know, they're homers or doubles or nothing. Um, so when you take that into consideration, you have to take out the fact that, oh, maybe we could get Marshall a couple ground balls so he doesn't have to pitch. That's two of six outs, completely out of Trevor's hands. Yeah, I, I guess I'm, I'm just more saying that uh, these games are falling onto Trevor's sh- shoulders, and he's not doing what he should be doing. I, if if he if he performs yeah. like great, and Marshall doesn't like, well, okay, like at least you did your job, Trevor. Trevor has not been doing his job in a while. Yeah. Um, are we talking about this game more than we're talking about Wugu's Loveus? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> we, we we have a lot to say about this one. It hasn't happened yet. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it's two teams who are like you have the stars in Lou and. Uh, Trevor underperforming, yeah, and like the line. X factors being, we saw Joe's can pitch. We were very like, hey, Joe's might be something if he could just get it going a little mm-hmm. bit. Like his view, you saw, you've seen he's done work. Yeah, he's been he's been trying. He's been all over the zone. Marshall is another one where like, I don't think there's any doubts in either of our minds that Marshall can be great on the mound. Yeah, it's just a matter of. Him getting used to the ball and him doing it. Mm-hmm. Do you so agree with the that, sentiment though? That do you do you believe that fully, Trevor is is not trying in the first couple of rounds? Fully, fully, I do. Um, I think that's because, that's, that's a that's a storyline right there. He he, this is his the heel in him is like, just watch us turn it on in the playoffs. And I was I was hustling all you guys. That's a Trevor I thing. I think to do. he's I think he's going to turn it on here because I think that he want. I think first off. If anybody's going to make a statement, I'm sorry, Lou. I'm sorry, Joe's. Yeah. If anybody's going to make a statement, Del Caribe is the team to do it against. Mm-hmm. So I do think the heel in him, like you said, his eyes are lighting up like, let's show let's him that Let's put a Rotten's fucking 10. Here. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess Sunday we'll find out. Mm-hmm. But, Brendy, what do you think? Prediction time. Let's go With scores. nine to two, Forgotten Rotten. Yeah. Let's go big. Angry. I think I'm I'm gonna say not nine to two because I think Lou is gonna show up with a vengeance. 
And I think we will see seven to four forgotten rotten. Okay. Big scores. Big scores. Like Watch. Guaranteed one zero game. Brendan and I have our blitz balls. <laughs> Go to the YouTube. See us holding our blitz balls. That's what the pause is for, if you're an audio listener. <laughs> <laughs> Brennan, what should people be drinking? Drink Subtle Tea. It's a drink made by me. You can find it at thesubtletea.com. Use code HOPPYBOYS for $2 off your order. If you listen to this episode, you probably heard uh, a strange ad at the beginning of the episode, and maybe at the end. I'm not sure if I'm putting it at either one, both, or... Oh, yeah, I'll throw it in the middle, too. <laughs> in the you middle of my burn, should... I'll just put it over the burn. You should... If you're going to put it at the beginning, put the one from 2022 at the end. Okay, <laughs> sure. If you still have it. If I do you have, still it. have it. Uh, so, yeah, listen, if you've, you've heard about Malt Madness by now, you might not know what it is. And I'm not here to explain it to you. You just got to go find out for yourself. <laughs> just go listen oh, to it. Explain it Peter to will him. be there. It's our March Madness style beer bracket tournament. There's four regions that gives you four episodes of build up to the big Final Four finale that we do a live show in a friend's backyard. Um, so, all month long, you'll be getting an episode every Thursday. So we can complete our beer bracket. Uh, go check yeah. that out on the Hoppy Boys feed. Uh, and listen to Lonely Boys if you like Gossip Girl. Listen to Lonely Boys if you like Gossip Girl. I will plug my brother Matthew Del Rey. He's a good boy. I love him very much. Give him a hug and a kiss if you see him. God knows he needs it. Go listen to us on YouTube. Uh, Boys Media. Watch us go hold Blitz Balls on YouTube. Watch us hold Blitz Balls on YouTube. <laughs> watch me bend my fingers back last episode. Mm. Um boys media on youtube you could if that doesn't work you could always type in blitzball boys blitzball battle four and our videos will pop up um follow us on twitter peter posk for me ruppy puppy r-u-p-p-i-e p-u-p-p-i-e for brendan <laughs> uh go play Mega Man battle network other than that brendan ask me the question you got anything else you want to talk about nope bye, bye.